Hi, everyone. This is Eric Martin from the band Mr. Big, the handsome one that stands right in the middle. That's me. And you're listening to Music Mania Podcast. You are locked and loaded on the Music Mania Podcast. Thank you so much, man. I, I love talking about the things that I love, Clint. And for you to allow me to do it with you, uh, I am the Music Mania Podcaster. We roll tonight to the guitar bite. And for those about to rock, I salute you. You ready for some screaming heavy metal? Scream for me, Brazil! Scream for me, Brazil! We rock! You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest. Featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. Mitch, what's up, man? Uh, not much. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. It's such a pleasure to have you on. I think we talked way back at the beginning of the pandemic when the uh, when the album Music Box came out. But to have you on this way, man, Zoom's kind of changed the things for the better, man. This is cool. We can do it kind of kind of face-to-face here. This is cool. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know... The- what is it? Uh, necessity is the mother in, of invention. <laughs> and truer statement never made, Mitch. That is so true, man. Um, I'll tell you what, my holidays are are getting ready to really kick off. And you have released what I believe is a, just a wonderful Christmas song, uh, A Very Merry Christmas. This is a song I think that you've had written for a, quite a while. Why was kind of now the time to, to bring it to fruition? You know, when I originally wrote it, I went in and cut it for a a friend's Christmas compilation album. And I was absolutely, absolutely unhappy with the way it came out. Hmm. So unhappy that I don't think I ever wanted to hear it again. Um, Well, enough time has passed and I was banging it out on the piano at home one night. and, uh, And a couple of the guys from the band were here and Ruth was here and they're like, that song's great. Why are you not recording it? And unfortunately it was a little late in the year. So we didn't even get started to doing any of this stuff until November. So all that's, all that's been put together in the last few weeks. And, uh, and that's pretty much why now, I mean, a big reason too is uh, Kara Turner, our singer who sings it, she's just got a voice that was made for that song it's beautiful Uh, you know it can go low and sweet and it gets up there at the end and uh you know um so it just it just made sense to do it well that i think it you know i think for people this year it provides just a an, an uplifting change to all the negativity uh that people are experiencing and i think it's you know one of those songs that could become kind of an instant Holiday classic, definitely going to be in, in my rotation this year. I mean, is that a big motivator? Because you've always been such a positive person. Uh, you think back, you know, the, the album you released, which we'll get into, uh, Music Box, you had the song, you know, Believe, and really just inspirational lyrics. What, did you feel like this song is kind of perfect for that, to kind of kind of brighten people's moods this year as we try to turn the calendar away from 2020, which, by the way, thank goodness, it's coming right up. So, yeah, it helps. <laughs> not soon enough. Right. But, um, you know, I mean... 
all music is supposed to do that. I, that, that I, I look for music to make me feel better when I'm feeling depressed or, you know, I mean, I, you know, I look for music to move me to certain moods when I'm, when I'm feeling that way. Um, I don't know that, I don't know that it's the lyrics so much. I mean, the reason I didn't sit down to write a Christmas song when I wrote the mm -hmm. song. Uh, I was just, I was sitting down, having fun on the piano, started pounding the chords out and went, oh, could turn this into something. And it, it was just obvious, I, like I'm playing it, it just sounds Christmassy. And I went, a very Merry Christmas, and went, boom, we're done. And that was not 10 minutes of work. You know, I mean, literally the rest of the half hour was spent shaving the song and, and that's where it came from, you know. But the lyrics, if anything, come from the music. And, and that's pretty much how it always works for me. It's very rare that I write lyrics and then put music to the lyrics. It, it's always the music, you know, the, the mood of what I'm feeling will come through in the music and then, you know, I'll enhance that with, with whatever lyrics I feel are appropriate or. Sure. Uh, and the video is tremendous too. I hope everybody will go on YouTube and check out uh, the Mitch Perry group A very Merry Christmas on YouTube. Did you, did you film this just at your house? Did you, I mean, oh, I, I, I loved it. This, this is a story and, and it belongs to my better half Ruth. <laughs> Ruth Zakarian, uh, you know, we, we, we obviously did this so late in the game. We couldn't, we didn't have time to put budgets together to hire the kind of directors we'd want to have put a video together. Um, and we, we just realized we had to do something our, on our own. And so we, uh, we took the new iPhone. I just managed to lose my iPhone. So I'd gotten a brand new 12 Pro and, you know, we got the killer lens for it. So we have a good lens and the iPhone and we bought a light. And we figured we can just decorate the house up and, and shoot something. And the fir first night we had Kara come over and just a couple of other people, you know, we didn't want to make it crowded or have a big scene, you know, or trying to be COVID conscious and all that. And, and the thing was, it, it came out looking like a home video. And I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> we're going to be putting this out to a picture. And Ruth and I just had, had a, a long talk the next day and and decided to try and do all sorts of things that just didn't make sense, like putting the light behind the Christmas tree and, you know, letting light get, I mean, doing all sorts of weird things that you wouldn't do. And, you know, Ruth is an excellent, uh, an excellent editor. You know, she's done a bunch of things for MPG in the past. So, I mean, literally the, from starting to shoot this video we were done within 20 hours uh, of starting to shoot wow. this video. And it was just a blast to do, it was all fun. You know, and obviously the footage that's not shot in, in our house is file footage that we get through file companies we subscribe to, you know, which is, we had to resort to that same trick for the video to believe uh, off a of music box. 
you know, because there's just no way with all the COVID restrictions, we can go out and film the kind of videos we'd like to. Uh, absolutely. Uh, as, a, as a filmmaker myself, I use a lot, of, a lot of the same kind of stock footage and I thought it was tremendous. I think the song's great. I hope people will check it out. But I want to talk about Music Box because it came out earlier this year. I think the, the single for Believe had just come out when we had you on before. But now that there's been some, some months to kind of marinate on, on this album, what, what do you, what's the reception been like? And kind of you know, what was your level of satisfaction with Music Box? Because I think it was just tremendous. Okay. I mean, the, the reception has been nothing short of great. I mean, we really haven't gotten any negativity, at least not to our face. Um, (laughs) We, you know, we were just named uh, number one record of the year by Junkman Radio, you know, an infamous Junkman from KNAC.com. You know, we we just won a couple of awards at the Producers' Choice Honors. We got one for uh, for um, best video of the year for Believe, and for production of the year for for my production of the record. So um, to get those things is amazing, and it's wonderful, and it's I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. But at the same time. We, we've done this entire year from our living room. Sure. I mean, this is a band, even though this album is, is a great recording, it's a live band. It's a band that goes out and we will play these songs and you'll hear every song you love and you won't feel let down, but you're going to get so much more when you see what we do to them live. And, and that's really what we should have been doing this year. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously like the rest of the world, we, we can't. So it, it, it takes some of the gloss off uh, of it, but I look at it this way, 2021 or 20, you know, two, whenever it starts opening up, we'll use all this downtime. We'll build the band up as much as we can and, and we'll get out there and we will do those shows. And, uh, you know, uh, I can't wait till we do. I mean, we, we managed to do our first uh, live set for when we got these awards uh, that I just mentioned. Uh, we did a, uh, a private concert. It was for 50 people in mm-hmm. an 1140 <laughs> crazy capacity room. I mean, yeah, I, I think I, probably the uh, smallest audience ever, but, uh, you know, it, it was just such, it was so amazing to play the songs live because we actually rehearsed for it, you know, and made sure we knew what we were doing. So we we went in, you know, with both feet forward playing the, the lives, the, uh, the original songs live for the first time. And, you know, it's always a transition period when, when you go from being used to recording something to uh, playing it live. Um, and this just felt so natural. I mean, I cannot wait, especially from the response of, of the people all who saw it. I mean, maybe it was just that they hadn't seen a live band in a year. But, I mean, everyone was really, really over the top about what they saw. So... You know, uh, looking forward to getting out there and doing it as soon as possible. 
there's no one that deserves it more than you, Mitch. You're, you're so well-respected and you've, you've done so many things. Uh, last time we talked about your work with, with Aerosmith and um, with Michael Shanker, who's one of my, one of my favorite guitarists of all time. But I got to ask you about rat. Cause anyone that listens to this show knows how big of a rat aficionado I am. And you had uh, a, a little stint as short as it may have been with Bobby Blotzer and his version of rat. What, what was that experience like for you? With, okay. With Bobby? Well, let, let's, Let's start this from the beginning. You, you got to understand, I knew all those rats before they were a rat. <laughs> you knew Mickey Rat. <laughs> I, I, and I didn't actually know Mickey Rat. I knew what it was and everything. But, you know, I knew all those guys from back in, the, back in those days. Uh, Juan Crucier and I had played with a gentleman named Mickey Free uh, from Shalimar. Um you know, back in 1980. So that, that's how far we go back. Um, so the first thing I want to say, did I ever feel like I joined the band Rat? No. Right. It, you know, that that's Warren D. Martini. I know they're all arguing. I know Bobby gets mad with me when I tell him I wasn't in Rat. But <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. There, there, there's five guys who are in Rat. And four of them are still with us. Um, now that was rat. Uh, however, the, the uh, gigs did exist. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't do them, someone else was going to do them. Um, I decided to do them. I was very glad that I did because the band that we had together was a, a real great lineup of guys. Whereas I will never want to say we were rat. It was a, a band that was as capable of putting on a good show with those songs as any other and, and, and a great gun, great bunch of guys to be around. So, you know, I love playing with uh, Brad and Stacy and, and Josh was an awesome singer. And, and like I said, you know, Bobby, we, we've been friends since, you know, since before he was in rat. Uh, so on that, and I, I, I was really uh, proud of the job that we did because I thought the band sounded really, really good. Um, I, it was a hard thing for me to do because mm. uh, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of Warren's playing. Mm. I, I can't say that enough, how much of a fan I am of his playing. And I don't play that way on purpose you know I, I i tried to stay away from sounding too much like eddie or warren not because they're not great or but because you know they do it they 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 don't need me to copy what they're doing um so i, I it's never really been my go-to style of playing but when i said yes to doing the gig you can't go in there and and not play the songs the way they're supposed to be played because right. they're such an intrinsical part of what makes that music great. And, you know, so that was, that was a chore and it was hard, you know, and, and I was, I thought I, I did a pretty good job. I mean, but, you know, certainly I'm not Warren, nor do I pretend to be, uh, but it was, it was a, it, it was a great thing to actually uh, get to, 
play that material and, and uh, develop another aspect of my playing that I probably wouldn't have done at that point. So, yeah, I, I was, I was a huge fan of it, a huge fan of everything you do, Mitch. I want to urge everybody to go over to the website, which is mitchperrygroup.com. You can check out the Mitch Perry group on, uh, on all social medias, definitely hit up uh, the Facebook, get the, the single very Merry Christmas all over digital platforms. Mitch, no one deserves it more than you. You are the best, such a nice guy and one of my favorite guitarists of all time. Thank you so much and have just a tremendous holiday season, my friend. Well, thank you and, and you guys have a Merry Christmas and uh, hopefully we will get together and have a nice happy talk about what a great year 2021 is. Here's hoping, my friend, let's do it. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks, man. Take care, man.